NFL preview, baby. Second floor sports coming at you back-to-back days, man. We are getting after it this week. Start getting used to it, too. Two shows every Double week. Double show week works with me, man. Not like I got much going on these days. <laughs> I, it, it's pretty crazy we've gotten here, honestly. Like, I, 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 I can admit that I didn't think we were going to have an NFL season without a bubble, like, three or four months ago oh, i thought yeah, we were gonna I didn't think you thought, I thought it, was, it was absolutely i was fully convinced that like the nba was the only way to do it with the bubble and all yeah. that i mean and for good if, reason too like you know abs- oh absolutely good reason but, like give a ton of credit to like nfl players for sticking to the protocols and, yeah like, taking it very seriously i mean it's like you know they set up a whole testing well, not just testing but, like a whole system to get the mm-hmm. season off without any COVID issues or as minimal COVID issues as you can and it's working so far. I think there have been like four positive tests, and yeah. there's been no like real. There's been no spread otherwise. Mm-hmm. Well, you also have the advantage that you know um, at this point, you know, it, it's a lot harder, obviously, for the NFL to have their entire season in a bubble as opposed to the uh, the NBA. You know, just having the postseason, obviously, because you have less teams and not as much travel. Um, you know, the question becomes, can they keep it up? Because that's really the thing. You know, it, it takes one person messing up to postpone one game, and then, it, you know, it's a lot it harder. It takes one to person risk- messing up. But we've been – they've been in camp for over a month yeah. at this point. No, we I, haven't absolutely. Seen any of, we haven't seen any slip-ups, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's going to be interesting it's, it's, when teams start traveling and everything, and they start moving around a lot more. It's going to get interesting there. Um, I – my question is really going to be what's going to happen if there is an outbreak with the team and they have to postpone a game. Do they move the, the schedule back? I, no one I mean, I'm sure they've got a, I'm sure they've got the plans in place. I'm sure, and if I had to guess, it'd probably be similar to what Major League Baseball is doing where like, you just yeah. have to skip the game. I mean, if some teams come in with, you know, a fewer, with fewer games played at the end of the season, then so be it. But that's hopefully not an issue we have to get too far into. Let's get right into the preview, man. We're going until 2 o'clock today, just a one-hour show, 55 more minutes. Who is going to be the Daniel House? Apparently, your audio is messed up. Yeah, audio is a little messed up on uh, Instagram. Uh-oh. Let's see. Hopefully, this is a little better. I, my Wi-Fi is, you know, just like historically bad. I'm hearing Matias' audio is quiet. Uh, I got a text. Your audio is weird and fuzzy. Yeah, I got wind tunnel, quiet, fuzzy. That sounds Can't a little wait. bit better. Did you change something? Can't I, I moved my I moved my phone, so hopefully that's a little bit better. Oh, better now. Thank you, Frank Rossi, for letting us know. And thank you, Ben's mom, for letting us know. Nice. All right, well, let's get right into it. I'm Ben Carlson. That's Matias Wildman. Second Floor Sports NFL Preview. We'll start just going over some of like the, the latest news before we really get into our picks and all the fun stuff. Uh, Jalen Ramsey got big-time paid. Five-year, mm-hmm. $105 million deal. 71 of that is guaranteed. Highest-paid defensive back in the league. I mean, I – I don't want to say he doesn't deserve it, but I think yeah. there's a lot of competition to say like you're the number one defensive back yeah. in the league. The way there isn't really at other positions. Like, all right, best quarterback in the league, Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Best D lineman in the league, Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys are clear cut. Like, they should be paid the most at their position. Yeah. I don't know if Jalen Ramsey's really that like clear cut number one corner because I don't think there is that clear number one corner in the NFL right now. Well, he certainly has the numbers to back it up. I mean, he, he made a huge difference when he went to the Rams last season. And it's not like he doesn't deserve this. But like you said, you know, he's not a clear-cut number one corner in the league. There are a couple people that could probably battle him for that. 
again, it's hard at this point because you, you just start resetting the market and then everyone asks for more and all that. I don't like, oh, honestly, I want to be the highest. But I don't think, yeah. It's so ridiculous when like Dak is like, oh, I want to be the highest paid quarterback. I'm like, excuse me, sir. Your name is yeah. not Patrick Mahomes. Like you yeah, don't get no. to be the highest paid quarterback. See, in the league, yeah, that, that's the difference. That's the difference between that is that, you know, if, if you look at Dak Prescott, like he is clearly not the best quarterback in the league. But Jalen Ramsey has a good argument to be yeah. the best cornerback in the league. Honestly, like, I don't mind the deal for him. I, I don't know what the Rams are going to do because they already have, you know, one of the highest paid quarterbacks in Jared Goff, who is, you know, mid. They have the best defensive mid. lineman. Jared Goff is really the definition of mid yeah. right now. Yeah. I mean, like, he did get unlucky last year in terms of his numbers with, you know, t- uh, touchdowns in the, in the red zone. But, like, he is not, not going to, you know, push you over the edge as a quarterback at least no. yet you know he could prove otherwise i mean he's still um, young and people yeah. were so myself included have been so quick to like judge jared goff yeah i'm not i'm not giving he's up on him still very young room for improvement i'm not giving up um, on him but it's like all right you're getting a lot of money you have him you have aaron donald and now you have jalen ramsey which, well, the funny yeah. thing about the ramsey thing is that yesterday the rams like needed to get under the cap mm-hmm. the rams were over like up, i think the deadline was like t- is probably the end of this week i believe Mm-hmm. And the Rams were like 400K over the cap, signed Jalen Ramsey to a $70 million guarantee, and are now like $6 million under the cap. Just proving that the salary cap is a myth. <laughs> yeah, it's a fraud. I mean, it's really just that he wanted – because you have that $70 million guaranteed, you get, I think it's a little less than like 20 mil a year, which like, you know, in the annual salary is not as much as it would seem just from that. Um, but we have a lot to cover. So let's just rip through the rest of this news. I know you want to just keep talking about Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, no, I'd love to spend an hour talking about Jalen Ramsey and his contract. Uh, um, the only other two real big pieces, Akeem Talib retires. Happy trails. And two times Super Bowl. Uh, one of my what? personal favorite players. Yeah. Just solely for him, just absolutely <laughs> bullying Michael Crabtree twice. And how that it's like Give one that of the most chain. special things you can do. And then he did it twice. Just smashed his chain off his neck. Uh, and then Von Miller is likely done for the season. It's yeah. not certain yet, honestly. They don't know for sure. He went to yeah. his second opinion. I mean, I think to today, months at least. Yeah, today he's going to decide. Best case scenario, it's three months. And then regular timetable is like five to six months. Yeah. And he basically – also is older at this point. He's yeah, basically, basically the tendon from his ankle went over it. Like it, it, it fun. Very painful. Um, that's going to be interesting because Von Miller, obviously we know what he brings as a player when he's healthy, but he's older at this point, And now he's had a couple seasons with injuries. I don't know. Do you renew that COVID. contract? Yeah. He also had COVID, which sucks, you know? Um, but let's just get into our division winners, award predictions, just the whole shebang. This is going to be a crazy season, Ben. I mean, you have so many, you have so many people at the top of the ladder. There could be so many surprises. You always have the do possibility. You have so many people at the top of like, what do you, what do you mean by so many people at the top of the ladder? Cause I, I would mean, kind of disagree. I mean, I think, I think there's a clear top tier in the NFL and it's the Chiefs. Oh, I'm Rams. thinking. I'm thinking wow. between the Chiefs, the Niners, and the Ravens. Not the Rams. Not the Rams. Uh, That's Rams. damn sure. Chiefs, Ravens, and Niners. I mean, we'll talk about this when we get to, like, our, our Super Bowl predictions and all that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's really tough to pick against one of those teams right now. I New Orleans certainly can make a run for it. Seattle certainly can make a run for it. And then, obviously, I think it'd be silly to pick really anyone to come out of the AFC other than Kansas City and Baltimore at this point. Well, all right, let's, let's, let's stop getting ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about our, uh, our division predictions. You want to start AFC or NFC? I'll give you your, your call here. Uh, we'll start, let's start AFC, and let's start in you know, the division which maybe personnel-wise didn't have 
like the most um didn't have the most turnover but had probably the most noticeable turnover in tom brady obviously leaving the new england wait, patriots wait, 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 wait. um i think what was that look i i've always wait, 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 i've wait, always wait, wait, wait. yes what was it? tom, what was it tom brady has left the new england wait, so patriots. What, what jersey are you who's number 12 on the pats now did you get that jersey is that muhammad sanu's jersey or no, no they cut him. San- yeah they the second Sanu- form and cut him actually yeah um so whose jersey are you wearing you're ridiculous. Do you, honestly, I have, know. You, you have to come up with better jokes at this point because it, I mean, it's, it's not, been, they're not jokes. They're it's been facts. like, it's been like four months, Ben. I still, funny. um, anyway, I think All right, so I, we're actually, in, we're actually in agreement here. I think this, we both think this is finally the year where Buffalo takes yeah, the division. I think it finally is. I think I haven't won the division since like the, like the mid eighties, I think. Is that possible? Um, I, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I think this is finally it's the year the it happens. the division our entire life. Yeah. I, I've always said, I, I'll believe it when I see it that the Pats aren't the superior team in the AFC East. And honestly, I'm, I'm not writing it down in pen, like super bold pen that I know Buffalo is going to win this because it, it still could be New England's division. Um, but if gun to my head, if I had to choose, I'd choose Buffalo. I think, I just think it's, if you're New England, it's like you've, you don't know how, you have no idea what to expect out of your quarterback position. Like you've seen no. Cam Newton camp, obviously, and the reports have been good, but everyone looks great in training camp. Everyone's in the best shape of their life. Everyone, is, you know, comes out of the offseason with a new focus and they're going to they're gonna ball out this season. Like, we just don't know. We really have no idea what to expect in New England. And I, I think the defense, big thing – Yeah, I, well, the, that's the thing about the defense is that, you know, last season you start your first nine games against non-playoff teams and you absolutely rip up those teams. But the problem that happens after that is you have now eight, uh, eight opt-outs and one of them is your – probably your second best defense, your second best defender in Dante Hightower. I mean, you don't have Marcus Cannon, who's a good tackle for you. No Patrick Chung. I mean, no Tom Brady, no Tom Brady too. You know, that's not an opt out though. That's literally just him leaving. Um, yeah. Big talk for a team that's probably going to win like four games this season, by the way. Um, I, I'm not saying the giants are going to be good. I, the defense is going to be interesting for the Patriots. If you'll notice, I didn't take the giants to win the NFC East. <laughs> Kyle Van Noy also left. Um, Jamie Collins left a second time at this point. Like the linebacking core is destroyed, and the you know the, the secondary is still really good. And J.C. Jackson and Stephon Gilmore, but one of the best, like legitimately one of the best cornerback duos in the yeah. league. J.C. Jackson, yeah. what a from Bama, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. what a fine out of pass. Holy, honestly, undrafted, out of, or, he was a seventh rounder or undrafted. I think he was undrafted. Honestly, out of honestly out of nowhere. Like, and that, that's a classic. And it's the like, Belichick Saban connection. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, that's a, a very real connection, a very real pipeline. Yeah. Just like there's a literal pipeline from the Patriots to the Lions. It's just, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's Bama to, uh, it's Bama to the Patriots. And th- that pipeline between the Patriots and the Lions, need I remind you, got a little stronger because Jamie Collins did go there and uh, Patrick, not Patrick Chung, uh, Deron Harmon got traded there. Right. Um, and not Van Noy. Someone else went there. I'd yeah, I mean, I think blank. I think we're both probably thinking the same thing in terms of picking the Bills. Like they've got a legitimate top five defense in the league. Very, a, a candidate mm-hmm. to be the best defense in the NFL this season. Yeah. I would say. I don't think that's a hot take at all. Mm-hmm. And then like Josh Allen, for as much like as much as people want to bash Josh Allen, mm-hmm. he made a hell of a jump last year. Yeah. And like I would expect him to make another jump this year. Like that's. It's what happens with quarterbacks. They added Stephon Diggs, so he's got that legit number yeah. one wideout. I mean, him and John Brown were a great connection, but John Brown, at least currently, he's still young. Mm-hmm. Not a number one, not a number no. one wide receiver. I think it's pretty he's obvious. He's not going to – yeah. And I really like Stephon Diggs. I think he's one of the best separators in the NFL. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he's not necessarily going to wow you with his like straight athleticism, but just his mm-hmm. ability to consistently create separation is yeah. huge for Josh Allen. It's going to, it's a, I think one of the issues for Josh Allen and John Brown last year was like, John Brown is a burner. He's a guy that you're setting deep more yeah. often than not. And like, yes, you want Josh Allen to be working the ball deep down the field. That's one of his strengths. He's got a, probably the second strongest arm in the league behind Pat. Yeah, but it's the accuracy that kind it's of the worries accuracy, That's the issue. But Stephon Diggs is a guy who can get open in like the short to intermediate game, yeah. and that opens up those deep balls for Josh Allen. Well, there's been, you know, there have been questions with Stephon Diggs too. Let's, you know, let's be honest about his consistency and, you know, his ability to get separation at the line and kind of run those shorter routes. But then you go out and you get someone like Cole Beasley, which that's obviously yeah. no one, obviously no one's going to be talking about that, but everyone needs a safety blanket underneath right and yeah. i mean you have you can have a really interesting backfield too with devin singletary and now zach moss who they just drafted it's good really high on zach moss too this could be a really good offense i think and the thing is for the bills and we'll move on i don't think they their offense isn't going to be what wins them the, the division i think it's no. going to be their defense with trey white who just signed another big deal mm-hmm. well the deserved to be locked down well deserved yep and then i think the offense will be better than it was last year that'll be enough to see him win 11 12 maybe 13 i don't know about 13 games but i see i, th- I see them very comfortably in double digit wins this year. i think i think i have them at 12 and 4 i did i, I did like my pickums for uh for each division which honestly was a crapshoot i kept just changing yeah. them or not. <laughs> I, I have them at 11 and 5 and i think they could they could win i think 12, 12 and 4 is very reasonable for i them. think they could win 12 games um yeah they're 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 scheduled to start off the season is a cakewalk um next division we're gonna get to don't think don't think we really uh have to spend much time on this talk about and like okay tell me give me what like rack your brain why don't the chiefs win the division this year short of like patrick mahomes not playing like short of him getting hurt if patrick mahomes is on the field how do they lose the division their defense is like absolutely worse than the league yeah, it would take that because either way, like your offense is going to put up 40 points a game. Like, it, it, and, but two years ago, we saw their defense be one of the worst in the league and they still yeah. didn't run into any real well, issues. That's I mean, what I'm saying. I mean, you told me to rack my brain. There is no situation, there's no scenario basically where the Chiefs don't win this division. They are easily my lock to win their yeah. division. I mean, it, I don't think that's a hot take either. It should no. be for everyone. And um, there's. We'll talk about Clyde Edwards Hilaire a little bit later and talk uh, about our award predictions. Ooh, little little mm, preview for uh, you. Same with the AFC North, really. I Baltimore's my like deadlock to win their division. I don't at think, least there's more wiggle room at least there. There's a know? little bit more wiggle room. I just didn't want to make the Chiefs my deadlock. Like for the yeah. for the sake of the show, I didn't want to make the Chiefs my deadlock. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we see similar to Josh Allen, I think we see a real improvement in Lamar Allen's ability to pass the ball. See him improve as just as Would a pure court. Did I don't say Lamar Jackson. You said Lamar Allen. Not sure who Lamar <laughs> Allen is. Don't be, I don't even know who I said that. Lamar Jackson, the uh, reigning NFL MVP, that Lamar uh, Jackson. Not yeah, the that Jets one. Defensive back who got cut. Um, I mean, we saw what happened last year in that, you know, they got a little, when they were down to the Titans in the playoffs, Nolan, if mm-hmm. you're still listening, turn the volume up. When they were down to the Titans last year, Lamar Jackson really struggled as a thrower. Yeah. It's something else you got to remember for that whole that, in that game is the Ravens on the season, the regular season, were the best fourth down team in the NFL mm-hmm. offensively. They went 0 for 3 on fourth down in that game against the Titans, and they were all fourth and one or fourth and two. Yeah. Like, it's not that the Titans got lucky. I mean, the Titans got to the AFC championship game. Like, mm-hmm. But if, if the Ravens convert on one of those fourth downs early in the game, I think we're looking at a very different game. I mean, hindsight's 20-20. I don't want to live too much in the past there. 
But the, the Ravens are my lock. They added Calais Campbell. I, I think they're the best team in the NFL this season. Yeah, I mean, they, um, they you know, uh, God, I'm forgetting, the, I'm blanking on the rookie they drafted. Robbins? No, Queen. They're uh, their linebacker. linebacker. Yeah, Patrick Queen. Oklahoma. Like, their defense got better. Like, they already had a good defense last season, and I – I'm not expecting Lamar. I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to win MVP again this season, and I don't think he'll be at the level he was we're last. We're actually season. shockingly in agreement on our MVP pick. Yeah, we're we're, we're in. I, I I put that, and I was like, wait, he put the same thing. Like we're shockingly in agreement with a lot of these things. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a you know like I, I, Lamar Jackson. If he um you know if he kind of takes a step back. It doesn't mean that he's, you know, going to be trash this season. I just don't like, think he'll play at. Back, I, yeah, okay, I just don't think he'll play at the like MVP. MVP. Yeah, I think, you know, he's a year smarter. He's been this. I was, yeah. his, I was his first year really full time starter in the yeah. NFL. Like he's only going to well, get better. Yeah, it's not like he's going to get any slower. Like you know, it, it, but you got to look at it both ways, right? Because it's not like he's going to get any slower, and he's only going to get better. But also, defenses have a full year of tape to watch on him. You gotta, you gotta consider that too. Absolutely, um, but I, I think I trust Baltimore's coaching staff a lot more, and the yeah. fact that they've gone all in with Lamar Jackson and this whole the whole offensive philosophy for them. They drafted J.K. Dobbins, who's one of the, who's been one of the hottest picks in fantasy this year because everyone mm-hmm. thinks he's going to kind of take over Mark Ingram's starting role and just be better than Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. I again, like I don't I don't know what could go so dramatically wrong for the Ravens that they don't win the division, short of like major injuries, which you just mm-hmm. can't even begin to predict. Well, again, I just want to reiterate. Also, I don't know if you saw Joe Guido's comment in our live stream here. Uh, Lamar Allen is running for the Kentucky House of Representatives in District 56. Apparently, that's who Lamar Allen is. Okay. Thanks, Joe Guido. Um, I, the only reason I said, you know, the Chiefs are more of a lock than a Ravens is just because if you look at his pure talent standpoint in the AFC North, I mean, they're a better division top to Definitely. bottom than the West is. That, that's the only reason I was saying. I mean – I think the Browns, if they make the playoffs, they really sneak in the backside of it. Um, no pun intended. Oh. oh. <laughs> um, that wasn't I, even intentional. Wow. Yeah, no, it really wasn't. <laughs> I think, I oh, think we got to – We're going to be making these Odell jokes all season long. I, I wasn't even – I was more making it because it was, you know, Browns, but you – know. Oh, I wasn't even thinking that. Yeah, right? <laughs> Um, I think we got to be careful about the Steelers because oh. I mean, look, they Dude, went the Steelers. They went eight yes. and eight with Doug Hodges and uh, with with Doug Hodges and Mason Rudolph as their quarterback. Like you get like seventy five percent of Big Ben, who apparently has looked Dude, very. good. I am so down on Big Ben this year. I, Why? Like I don't understand the hype around the Steelers' offense this year. Like well, the, well, Big Ben is have to be hype. That's same the same draft class as Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. He is old. Okay, has but, not been good in two years. He's coming off elbow injury, two different false. elbow injuries. True or false? The Pittsburgh quarterback situation will improve this season from last season. Improve? And it's not going to get worse than Mason Rudolph and Doug Hodges. But like, I don't see. I don't think Big Ben is anywhere close to the type of quarterback that is like. Oh, absolutely. Elevating your team. I think you're forgetting how bad Duck and Mason were, though. I mean, they, they were terrible. They were bad, absolutely. And that, I, was a, that was a sick defense, and that's a defense that's returning, I think, everyone but one person, and they even replaced him. Like, Well, I think they're going to look a little bit like what Buffalo looked like maybe two years ago, like really good defense, but just like below average quarterback play. And still, I, still I could be a playoff like, team. Below average to like below average, or mm-hmm. great. 
I don't know. I just, I'm not sold on the Steelers at all this season. I'm not either. I think Big Ben's on his way out. I still think that they're a playoff team. Um, I think them and the Browns are really going to be fighting over it. Um, I think, too, the Bengals, you know, I, we're talking about, you know, division. I, I don't want to touch a wild card team. No, 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 no. I just, oh, 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 yeah, like, no, down. no, 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 no. I was talking about pleasant surprises. We're going to get to them a little later, but that could be a pretty competitive division, honestly, just all things I considered. See, I could see it being competitive. I think the Ravens run away with it again, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking I more just, of I think, that's I think the Ravens are the best team in the league this year, 14 and two. I mean, yeah. I haven't gone. I could absolutely I see it. I haven't gone fourteen and two. Um, yeah. AFC South always a shit show division. You never know what's going to happen. Ben, you picked Tennessee. I picked Indianapolis. I, I'm picking the Titans for a couple of reasons. One, I am all aboard the Derrick Henry hype train. Mm-hmm. I get that he's not necessarily your like proto. Like he's not. He's not like the trendy style of running back these days, which is more like smaller pass catching back, more like shifty, elusive. I think in a strange way, it's not even that strange a way. It's like t- NFL teams are so geared up to stop the pass these days, mm-hmm. smaller, faster linebackers. And then the Titans have perfectly like drawn the contrast, which is power run, huge back at Derrick Henry, great defense. I think they're, I'm, clearly they've figured out a system that worked for them last year. And I see it. I like, I hate picking so many repeat winners, but like I, I would, I was trying to convince myself to like pick someone else. I thought about picking the Colts, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think you add Genevieve and Clowney to that defense as well, which is already such a strength for that team. Yep. I've got the Titans winning the division. Well, the, the big you know weakness in that defense last season was the run defense. They were one of the worst in the league. I'm pretty and sure. And then you add Clowney, um, who's one of the best run defenders in the yeah. league. That's you know that certainly gives a boost. And I think you know. And you can't forget about Kevin Byard, obviously. No, of course not. Um, favorite player. I think I think the I, I picked the Colts just because I think Philip Rivers is not obviously the quarterback he once was, and honestly, I think he's maybe one of the more overrated quarterbacks we've ever seen or underappreciated. I can't decide which one I really think. What? <laughs> think about. It. I mean, he's always like Philip Rivers is the type of quarterback that'll throw for like three hundred yards and three touchdowns. And you're like, wow, like this guy does not get as, get as much respect as he, as he should. And then he'll throw a terrible interception to lose the game for you. That's the kind of quarterback Phillip Rivers is. And there, and obviously, there are so many parallels between Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers. And like, mm-hmm. as a Giants fan, I, there was, I, almost, I, like, I always kind of thought Rivers was a bit of a better quarterback. I think he probably is. But he doesn't have rings. That, <laughs> yeah, very great point there. In two rings. Um, I, I, I like I like the Colts this season. I think that Ryan Tannehill takes a huge step back. I mean, look, he didn't throw for over 100 yards in any of his playoff though. wins. Like, I, I, just, I that system isn't sustainable. Like, I can't not think that the Titans this season are going to be the Jaguars from like two seasons ago, right? When they barely missed out on the Super Bowl and probably yeah. sh- probably should have beaten the Patriots. Let's be completely. The Jaguars one hundred percent could have yeah. beaten the Patriots. They had a, they had a ten the point Jaguars lead in the fourth. Were not quarter. at all far from going to the Super Bowl. No, they were oh, they were they were a quarter away from going to the Super Bowl, and then they just absolutely fell apart after. They had the talent and they had the youth there, and it's it's just so crazy to think how many teams you know every year basically are just like oh this team made it you know. Out, uh, outperform their predictions and like how well they we thought they were going to play and then they just fall apart the next season I mean look it's you got the Jaguars a couple seasons ago you had the Eagles after they won the Super Bowl like remember what everyone was saying like they they're so young they have everyone under contract like they're going to be good for a while and then yeah. injuries and you know other roster mistakes kind of caught up to them and 
they've been yeah so they, 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 they won their they won their wild card game Nolan brought up the point game. that the Titans went nine and seven in four straight years. That's a little bit different than the Jags, who kind of like one year popped off yeah. and then went back. To I have, I have the, being bad. I have Tennessee going. Yeah, I picked them to go nine and seven this season, um, and then I picked the Colts to go ten and six, so just barely edge them out. The thing is, um, so you got so, all right. So, well, I was going to get into that. I uh-huh. question then if you got the Titans and the Colts making the playoffs. Who's your second wild card team, and is it the New England Patriots? It is the New England Patriots. Yes. Well, no, they're the three wild card teams. Remember that now. Oh my have, God! Right. We have three wild card teams, which is gonna throw things for oh, a loop. I, I, I have know. in so, the in the AFC, I have the Chiefs as my number one seed, the Ravens as my number two seed, the Cowboys as my three seed, which we'll get to. You know, potential disappointments. I'm big on the Vikings this season. I can see them or the 49ers uh, swapping. Um, well, so we'll, on, let's let's get into the uh, NFC then. Uh huh. Um, I um. Okay, so we'll start with we'll start with the NFC East. All right. Uh, we both picked Dallas. I don't <laughs> think. Like, but, I could see a world in which Philly wins the division if Carson Wentz stays healthy. If Miles Sanders is like the legit RB one that they're thinking he is. I'm see, still going I with don't. Dallas. See, I don't. I mean, they have they have two offensive linemen out for the season. You don't think Miles Sanders is going to be that good? I, I don't know if it's going to be good enough to win the division. I think Dallas could be really good this season. I no, I, I I'm saying like playing devil's advocate. I can see a world where Dallas, like literally, like Elliot just said, where Dallas's defense isn't as good as it's been the last two years. I mm-hmm. think it's kind of been like it's almost unsustainable, honestly. Yeah, no, it has been, and I, I it's been like Dak it's Prescott been like middling a with back. a lot. Of, yeah, well, two seasons ago, they had a lot of takeaways, right? And yeah. then that kind of came back to earth. Well, that's the type of thing that can fluctuate so wildly year yeah. to year. Yeah, and that, that'll, always, um, that'll always, you know, kind of make or break you. You'll, you'll have a defense that has, like, 20 takeaways one season, and then the next season they have, like, two, and you wonder why their defense just completely exactly. fell off a cliff. So, um, NFC West, this is – honestly, I was very surprised to see you and I were in agreement here. We both think the Seahawks are going to win the NFC West over the Niners. I think the lack of offensive threats they have at the wide receiver position. Niners. Yep. And the injuries they have might, might get them off to a slow start and they might end up plaguing them down the road. I also think that people are going to figure like, yeah, the Niners game is not at all predicated on Jimmy Garoppolo, like leading them to success. Mm. That's not the way they play. It's about the run game and then creating just massive throwing windows for Jimmy Garoppolo to hit George Kittle for like a 70 yard pickup. Yeah. I think teams are going to figure out with a full off season are going to kind of figure mm-hmm. out ways to, to trick Jimmy Garoppolo and give him a false look pre-snap and then switch into something he's not expecting. I mean, with the caveat that Shanahan's an offensive genius, Kyle Shanahan is so mm-hmm. good at putting his, as, long, as long as you don't put him in a big position in the Super Bowl. Yeah, As long as you don't put him in the yeah. Super Bowl. I mean, I think the Niners will be good. I mean, I think we could be looking at like a 13 and three and 12 and four type scenario between yeah. the Seahawks and the Niners. And you could legitimately flip that either way. Mm-hmm. I think for the Seahawks, it's going to come down to a couple things. I think DK Metcalf takes a huge step up in his second season. And then mm-hmm. the Seahawks are running with Russ, DK, and Tyler Lockett, which is a mm-hmm. really strong you know, trio of pass catchers and a quarterback. I think Chris Carson is going to have another thousand yard rushing season. It's going to really develop as that like, you better hope because you drafted him in fantasy. You better hope. I did does. draft him in fantasy. He's going to win me my league this year. Our league took a took a, a big jump there. Yeah, well, I mean, if we could talk about we can we can. I'd love to do a fantasy show. It's fine. We were talking about 
doing a fantasy show before the draft. And then we both kind of realized like, wait, I don't want to like sit here before the draft and, you know, we're in what, two different leagues together? Three? No, two. Two. Yeah, we're in two different leagues together. We didn't really want to give away our whole draft strategy to each other. That would have been interesting. I just don't want to give it away to Ben. I don't really care about his. But How many um, times have you won the league? Uh, same amount as you, actually. Yeah, so. Uh, we really – neither of us can really say anything because we, you know – We've <laughs> literally had mirror seasons of each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, 49ers are going to be a dangerous wild card team. Oh, but yeah. I, I still think – I'm big on the Seahawks this season. I think them getting Jamal Adams is enormous. Their defense yeah. wasn't that good last season, especially in the run. And he's going to help so much. I love Jamal Adams. I, this I don't could know be a, if I would say I love Jamal Adams. This I could – I thought he was being, like, incredibly unreasonable with the Jets, honestly. No, okay, I love his play. I love his play. Okay, yeah, play is phenomenal. I thought his whole contract demands were, like – A little ridiculous. He was was asking for the big extension a year earlier than anyone ever has. Yeah. The Jets were literally like, no, 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 we'll pay you, we'll pay you, but, like, literally just wait a year. And, and like, the worst thing – about wanting to stay with the Jets. Yeah, that's that's the worst thing for me is, like, do athletes not realize, like – they can say, I love being in New York, not I want to stay here my whole life. Like, just say, like, I love being here. I'm proud to be a Jet. Yeah. Like, just the, like the Don't classic, come like, and say you want to be a Jet for life and then demand a trade. Just lie. Them. No one likes being no, a Jet. Really just, but just lie. Fucking like, lie. Just, <laughs> just make something up. It, it just looks so much worse. Yeah. No, I just, I was not, I, I'm not even a Jets fan. I just thought it was like such a cocky yeah. move by Adams. Uh, at least they got a good return. Um, yeah, no, they got a, couple, a haul. A couple first rounders, I think, right? Yeah. Um, uh, moving on, next one, NFC North. This is it's very like this is probably division. yeah division. It, probably my toughest call. Yeah, yeah, I I think it I think it is like because uh, the AFC South like I don't think anyone is gonna make noise that comes out of that honestly, regardless of if it's Tennessee well, or Indianapolis. Are you the AFC South? You mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect anyone to make noise out of that. Now yeah, yeah. you have Green Bay and Minnesota, and. Each of those teams certainly have their holes. And I think it's going to be, do we see an angry Aaron Rodgers put up like well, poten- think, potentially like an MVP season? Or? I, think we'll, I don't think we see an MVP season from Rodgers, but I think we see a season from the Packers with Matt LaFleur where it's, it's the Aaron Jones show offensively. They've got a really mm-hmm. strong offensive line, continuity there, which is huge for offensive Well, lines. they don't have Bulaga anymore. Remember, they Bulaga, don't have Bulaga. Bulaga also was like hurt and is older. Like, it's a name. But, but they didn't really – didn't really he's, replace he's not him. Nearly, he's not really the lineman he was. Like, yes, it's a loss, but like, I don't think mm-hmm. they're losing. All, I think they're getting, you know, it's like you're swapping a, a league average player for another league average player. Yeah, you want the continuity, but they've got their other four stars. Probably, I probably think Ryan Bulaga is a little over league average. I don't know, man. I, it's I, the type of thing where it's like, you know, how much, how much weight do you want to put in like pass, for, like pass protection stats? It's the kind of thing where it's like you can read them and like interpret them, but it's like, I'm not an offensive line coach. You're not an offensive line coach. What I'd read I read about is that he was league average to maybe a little bit above league average and was hurt mm-hmm. and just not playing the way he used to. Yeah. What are you making that face at me for, Elliot? Come on. Um, I did not so interrupt. What I, what I was saying. Not Just real quick, Von Miller had surgery, so he'll He's be done for the season. Yeah. What I was saying about the Packers, I think they run the ball with Aaron Jones. We finally freed Aaron Jones last season. And then you – by not demanding that Aaron Rodgers carries your whole offense, I think that really opens things up for him. I love Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the clear-cut number one. They've got Marquez Valdez scaling. I mean, that's the question for the Packers. Like, who's yes. the second and third wide receivers? Yeah. Aaron Jones is a good pass-catching back. Like, he is not your, like, number two wide receiver per se. Mm-hmm. But I like him in the, in the passing game. Their defense is 
fine. I don't think it's an issue for them. Well, they lost, uh, what was that, Martinez? Uh, went to the Giants? To the Giants, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, again. again the, like, is Blake Martinez, like, the piece of that defense that was going to? No, no but that's, the, the big thing that worries me about the Packers is that you know you're kind of starting to get to the end of the road with Aaron Rodgers. Like, that is, that like, is not. So, like you said, kind of starting yes, okay. to the end of the road. But that, that is not to say that his, you know, his, his production has started falling off already. But it is to say this could be the season where he starts to decline a little bit. It is possible. He's getting up there in age. Now, the thing is, the thing is. need him to be like the god Aaron Okay, Rogers okay, okay. Anymore. I get that. But what worries me about Green Bay is that they did not do basically anything to improve their offense. They, 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 took a, they took a running back in the second round and that's it. And that's Jordan just, love in the first. Yeah. And they took Jordan love in the yeah. first, like, 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 what are you doing? Like, I, that doesn't like give me hope that green Bay is going to come out and win Jake the division. Umaro. Why the hell? Did they I think, Umaro? I think, I think Minnesota is the team to be as of right now in that division. The question for them is how do they make up for the loss of Stefan Diggs? Cause Kirk Cousins, I think that offense is going to struggle this yeah. year. I Justin Jefferson could be a good home. piece. Justin Jefferson could have a nice season, but like last time the Vikings drafted number one wide receiver in the first round, it was Laquan Treadwell who just got yeah. cut after catching a grand total of like seven patches passes through four years. I don't even know if he caught seven. Like, I think it's, I saw his like his career highlights one time with the Vikings, good. and it was like one or two catches. Like yeah. it was a thirty second video. Um, I think Adam Thielen is going to struggle without Stephon Diggs opposite mm-hmm. him. Thielen gets love in fantasy for good reason. He's going to be the number one, uh, number one option for Kirk Cousins. He's a, 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 a PPR maven, if you will. But I think that offense is really going to have some issues without Stephon Diggs to take attention off of Adam Thielen, to take attention off of Dalvin Cook, assuming he can stay well, healthy slash play this season. Yeah, well, that, you know, that's, that's the big thing is you're going to just try to st- – and, and, again, you can't compare Kirk Cousins – and Aaron Rodgers. So if you want to pick one quarterback to take advantage of a stacked box, it's obviously going to be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. But as much, as much fun as it is to bash Kirk Cousins, he stepped up in a big way. Yeah, you, you, you just got to acknowledge the fact that, you know, on the Green Bay side, it's the Aaron Jones show. So teams are going to stack the box. And their main takeaway at this point in the Packers offense is taking away Aaron Jones. And then on the Minnesota side, it's taking away Dalvin Cook, obviously, in a very good run scheme. I trust uh, that. I, I probably trust that run game a little more than I mean, Green Bay's. Yeah, so, I agree. You know, and then you have Adam Thielen, and if Justin Jefferson can actually step up, I really don't know who's a receiver after that on the Vikings. I think their defense is going to be better than Green Bay's. And need I remind you, Green Bay kind of got lucky last year. In, in one-score games, they went 6-1, and one, which is just not that something. Is, that's unsustainable. That's true. Yeah, that is unsustainable. I think Green Bay is still good this season. I think Minnesota is better. I have Minnesota I just going eleven about, and five, and Green Bay going ten and six. I would flip them. I, the big thing I worry about with Minnesota, and I think we're just gonna have to agree to disagree here, uh-huh. is that they're gonna be looking at Dalvin Cook is gonna see a lot of eight man fronts, and I don't trust Adam Thielen and Kirk Cousins to fully take advantage of the one on one matchups. I think they're gonna see. Hmm. There's no Tajay Sharp. Uh, Nolan's reminding me. Um, right. I, we'll get to some surprise, some potential surprise teams later. I think one of them is in the uh, NFC North for me. But real quick, uh, I think the Bucks are going to be good this year, but I think the Saints take this division. I don't. Think I agree. I mean, yeah, I think the Saints could be again. Saints could be really the good. NFC this South year. is also like the retirement division, apparently. Yeah. I mean, Breeze and Brady in the same division. That's eighty-two yeah. years of quarterbacking. <laughs> yeah. I think the Saints are. 
fantastic. Dude, the Saints roster might be the best in the NFL. But I don't think it, and again, the, if you're gonna be a declining quarterback anywhere, you'd rather you, you you'd want it to be in New Orleans. You play um, eight games in the dome with the best with the just the most yeah. offensive talent in the NFL. It's maybe yeah. apart, okay, apart from the Chiefs, the Saints have the most offensive talent in the league. Mm-hmm. And, and the big thing too is you have Michael Thomas, who obviously where is he best in short routes? And if your arm is kind of falling off, like we well, that, saw that's, it was for Drew Brees. That's discredit to Michael Thomas. He's the best receiver but in the NFL. He's the best receiver in the NFL. But if you look at his average, you know, yards per catch, like he strives on slants and on drafts. Cause that's just right, the, so someone stop him. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> stop him. I, I'm not saying if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just saying if you're Drew Brees and you can't really push that ball downfield, like we've saw the last couple of seasons and specifically last season, you want a receiver like Michael Thomas there. You add an Alvin Kamara, you add in Payson. And the Saints have so many weapons. Yeah. You talk about continuity being such a key for like offensive success. Don't forget Emmanuel Sanders too. Emmanuel Sanders joined the fold. Like mm-hmm. the Saints offense is the same as it was last year. Plus Emmanuel Sanders. Yep. Like I have a hard time seeing the Saints not being a top five offense in the NFL. They've got a great defense. Like, mm-hmm. I and mean, yeah, Drew Brees is getting older, but you don't. Drew Brees is you don't need Drew Brees to like necessarily win you ball games outright. Yeah, and I, mean, I think that's going to be the issue for the Bucs, who could very well win their way into a wild card. I mean, it's tough to pick against Tom Brady, but like the Bucs defense is <clears throat> bad. Like, yeah, worst in the league. Bad. Not- their pass defense last year was worse than the league by was not good last margin. year. It, it wasn't know. good last year, and their offensive line wasn't good last year. I mean, you really want like. Brady's going to have to throw the ball a lot this year. I think they're going to get into some shootouts. Mm-hmm. And I don't know at this point if Tom Brady can succeed in a shootout style of ga- in a shootout game. Like when was the last time you saw Tom Brady like get into a shootout? Well, you don't want to, I don't want to think about was it the Super Bowl against the Eagles. Was that the last time we saw Brady? Like, no, go, like Chiefs game, Chiefs game two years ago. The Chiefs game two years title ago. game. No, Chiefs game that they won in the regular season. And that honestly kind of was a shootout too, although I don't know if you can call it a shootout just because it was kind of all Patriots in the first half or at the beginning of the game at least, and then mostly you know Chiefs at the end. I still think Brady can do it, especially with the receivers he has. I still, I still but, think he can do it, but there's, just, there's so much unknown with Brady. That, that's really? the thing. It, it's, We've I mean, never, we haven't seen Brady with, on an offense with this many pieces in so long. Uh-huh. And it's like Bruce Arians – offensive scheme is to push the ball down the field uh-huh. it is not check down dink and dunk and like as i just much think as, it's as much as you can make as i'd like to make jokes about brady just being like a check down mm-hmm. passer you watch any patriots games the last two years well okay the thing is like uh, yes i did watch patriots games yeah I was, well, I was like are you just not going to answer that question oh, I, I didn't i didn't know you actually wanted me to answer <laughs> um i look the thing is like you have to look at the receivers that new england had and that's why it was mostly check down and if you're most you know if the receivers you trust the most are Julian Edelman, who's getting double team deep and, you know, James white, then obviously you're going to go for that. It really just, oh, yeah. it's kind of a similar argument I made with the Steelers and obviously completely different situations, but it's like the Bucks went seven and nine last season, right? With James Winston as their quarterback and he threw what 30 interceptions, 30, 30, 30, 30, yeah. 30 interceptions. Like Unreal. they're, they're going to improve. <laughs> I think, I think they have a good chance to win over 10 games. But I think this is the most like hit or miss team probably because they can go Bucks. seven nine too, and they might be. Like, I think if the Bucks really have to like rely on Brady's arm to win them games, they're going to be in trouble. I think. I, I think I've seen just I've based seen on expectations. Tom Brady in the last two years that would convince me that he's got 
that he just has like the arm strength at this point to like consistently push the ball downfield for a 16 game season. Well, luckily, luckily you have very talented uh, receivers who can make your life. Oh, absolutely. Easy. But I think just in terms of like Brady throws ducks these days, man. Like, you know, sometimes we'd be watching a pass game at the house last year and watch Brady throw some like just sail a 20 yard out over some yeah. dude's head. I mean, look, that's a throw you got to make as a quarterback as quarterback in the NFL. Brady Brady's stats didn't look very good, and I think if you're really going to nitpick every throw, you'll see that he wasn't as bad as you think he was last season. And especially when you consider that he had one receiver that can get separation, and he's like under six two. Yeah. So you know, never really a recipe for success. We've also seen Brady's numbers decline for two full seasons now. Like. Again, without good receivers. Like, I'm not giving up on it. I think they can win double-digit games this season. But, again, I also think they can win seven games. I, I, it's really going to be interesting to see what Brady's got in the tank still. Uh, I think it, quarterback play this effectively this late into his career. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, it, you know, the, the storylines that can splinter off of this are, like, or, you know, are endless. I mean, you have – Brady trying to prove that he can win without Belichick, Belichick trying to prove he can win without Brady, and really neither of them having an ideal, you know, Belichick not having an ideal roster and Brady being over 40, right? Like it's, that, that's going to be the interesting thing because all those talks are going to happen and we have to keep reminding ourselves like, yeah, Brady is like, has a couple years left max, right? He's, 41, <laughs> he's, he's 41 years old. Like Bill Belichick. I'd, I'd be shocked been, if Brady, like if Brady signs another contract after his current two year deal with the Bucks, I'd be very surprised. And if it is, it'll be year by year. And the only like, like Brady's not gonna, Brady's going to stop playing when he really can't play anymore. Right. Like it's not going to be because like, I don't know. Was, I, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate. We've only got 15 minutes left yeah. and still some things to get to for like, mm-hmm. Brady, you want if you said Rodgers is kind of starting to see the end of the road, like Brady yeah. is staring directly at the end of the line. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, let's talk a little okay. a little award predictions. Fifteen yep. minutes left here on the NFL preview edition of Second Floor Sports. I'm Ben Carlton. He's Matthias Wildman. The bob and weave. I like it. I like it. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year. I don't know how it couldn't be Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think he's just uh-huh. on the Chiefs' offense. Like the running back, he's going to put up. He's going to put up numbers you just simply can't ignore for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. I He's think the top 10 back statistically in the league this season. I think, I think the only way he can't is if there's just so many pieces on that offense that he is just kind of lost in the sauce type of thing. Um, and again, you got you to, gotta, like, like, there's no better offense you'd rather just, you know, join um, with kind of a, kind of a, a lost offseason and a lost preseason. Yeah. Um, but, if you're going to join one, it might as well be the Chiefs, right? Okay, I you think said there's a lot of pieces there, but it's like he's the only – he's the clear-cut starting running back. So, like, he's yeah going to be – for every designed running back screen, every, like, leak-out play, like, he's mm-hmm. the guy that's going to be getting the ball there. Well, again, and, like, you know, to go against my point, kind of to play devil's advocate, it could just be that they have so many weapons that – because, look, if you have Tyreek Hill and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Travis Kelsey, like, who are you going to pay attention to, right? Like – so I think teams are going to be worried are going to be so worried about every other piece. I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to get some really tasty matchups where he's yeah. lined up in space against some like 250 pound linebacker. Who's just going to dust every time. Mm-hmm. I picked Joe Burrow just because I do like weapons he has on offense. Wah, if, AJ, if, if AJ green can stay healthy, he has. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Like he is literally like, like pro football focus is like best rated ever prospect. Like, 
he's 25, so it's not like he's a 20-year-old kind of deer in the headlights coming into a shortened season. I think it could be rough for him just because he didn't have that preseason well, and I a chance he, to adjust. Remember, the Bengals were, like, awful last yeah. year. Well, like, I think that might help his case, honestly, because they were so his, bad. I, I see how it helps his case, but I also just think that it's like, I don't know, Joe Burr, as, as exciting It's an offensive line. It's really bad. His, his lone season starting in college football, and it uh-huh. was, you know, kind of the best statistical season for a college football quarterback ever. Yeah. Guys coming into the league with one season of experience scare me. They do. That's fair. That's very like, fair. Clyde edwards Lair is a veteran at this point, honestly. Like, quarterbacks in particular. Yeah, like, I know. Quarterbacks with one year of success, that is – it's a hell of a learning curve, man. Yeah. Like, uh, college is not the NFL. Defensive – so, defensive, defensive rookie of the year, you picked Isaiah Simmons. Um, uh, you didn't pick anyone, I don't think. Yeah, no, I didn't write anyone down. I, I want to go Patrick Queen. Just because I think the Ravens defense is going to be really good, it's kind of like the only two uh, the only two linebackers that have like off ball linebackers that have won it in the last like ten seasons are Luke Keekley and uh, and Darius Leonard. I don't he'd have to really perform. Well, I think up. Isaiah Simmons is the way I see Isaiah Simmons, and I was a huge huge yeah. fan of his coming into the draft. I, I know you want. I know you want this time. Draft, Andrew Thomas was the better pick, but I really like Isaiah Simmons. I think he's the pro. Was he the better? Offensive tackle is the question. Well, I have no idea. We'll find <laughs> out. I have absolutely no clue. Isaiah Simmons, though, in my opinion, is the prototypical modern NFL linebacker. Mm-hmm. Fast, rangy, can do it all. You don't have to take him off the field. And one bizarre, not even bizarre, bizarre is not the wrong, not the right word because it's kind of accurate. But like the most like lofty projections and kind of like comparisons I saw for him, he's like a beefed up Derwin James. Uh-huh. He came into the league and won Defensive Rookie of the Year and is looking like one of the best defensive backs the league's going to see for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I think Isaiah Simmons comes into a, a situation where he's the missing piece for this Cardinals defense. I, the defense was Coleman? really bad last year. You watch Brett Coleman on YouTube? No. He's, like he's kind of like a Coach Nick type, but he's for the NFL. He was, talking, he was doing a breakdown of the Cardinals defense. It's a long, like, 30-plus-minute video. Really interesting watch. Um, but he's saying that basically one of the big issues with the Cardinals defense last year was that they had to play a lot of guys out of position. Mm-hmm. Like they had to use Chandler Jones primarily as a coverage linebacker instead of rushing the passer because yeah, I, I forget who they're or because they had Terrell Suggs as like their <laughs> other outside linebacker. And obviously you're not putting Terrell Suggs in coverage. Is he? Is he like 38? Old. Yeah, no, old. Like not not even guy you really want is like a primary pass rusher, but you really mm-hmm. didn't want him as your coverage guy. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Simmons coming in puts Chandler Jones back in that pass rushing role where he is yep. still one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. So I love when he was on the It puts guys back in positions where they can really succeed instead of having to play out of position. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals, I think, are going to be one of the bigger surprises this season. Yeah, they're, think- they're kind of like the sweetheart of the league right now. Like, everyone, everyone's picking them to be, like, their surprise team. I certainly did. Like- I think Isaiah Simmons comes in and just puts up numbers, but then also mm-hmm. kind of – not saying that the Cardinals are going to, like, turn around to, like, a top 10, top 12 defense in the league. Mm-hmm. But I think they make a big jump on both sides of the ball. But defensively in particular, I think Simmons turns them into a respectable NFL defense and a guy, just a piece that you, can, you are forced to account for offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, MVP, we both picked Russell Wilson. I think this is his year. It's long overdue at this point. So disrespectful that Russell Wilson has never right. even gotten an MVP vote. Yeah, I, th- I think it's – gotten one vote for MVP. It's long overdue at this point. I think this is the year it happens. I think I, the Seahawks are like my sleeper, like Super Bowl contender in the NFC, which I don't really know if you can call him a sleeper, but like, you know, um, coach I mean, of the year, you want to put, or you want to keep going on MVP? 
Well, I was just saying for Russ, I think this is the year where he takes over. He, not, not that he hasn't taken over. Mm. I think he's the last got, season he really did. I think like, he's got the best set of weapons offensively he's had in a couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like MVP is a, is a story driven award. It's narrative based. Mm-hmm. So obviously like stats matter, but like the, having the right story is so huge. Mm-hmm. I think this is the year where Russ leads the league in passing, puts up 45 touchdowns combined. I, and I'm just kind of making those numbers up and being honest, but I think this is the year where he has a season that it's just impossible to ignore. And if he gets that MVP buzz going early in the season, Mm-hmm. I think he takes it. I think the like the odds favorite is Patrick Mahomes. I would assume. I mean, yeah, like <laughs> there, there's a, reason, there's a reason. There's uh, a reason. I don't think there's been a repeat MVP since Peyton Manning in like '08. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think it's Lamar Jackson. I think Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's a nice pick. Uh, Coach of the year. Uh, I put Frank Reich. You just put Satan. I mean, you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, I, well, at first I was like, did you just forget to, like, finish writing? And then I realized, oh, yes, Satan is Bill Belichick. I mean, look, if there's, like, it's sort of like, you know, you let me start that over. Bill Belichick could win. He never really won, started. Whatever. Bill Belichick could have won, like, eight Coach of the Year awards. Like, yeah. Find me a season in which you couldn't say, like, Bill Belichick deserved Coach of the Year. It's mm-hmm. very difficult. I think, but again, narrative-driven, it lines mm-hmm. up perfectly for him this year. Yep. No Brady. He's got. He's bringing in Cam Newton as a starting quarterback. If Cam Newton is, I'm not expecting Cam to go full Super Cam this year. You know, back mm-hmm. to like MVP type performances. But if Belichick can unlock what's the best of what's left for Cam Newton, and continue to coach, I mean, Belichick is a defensive coach to so keep that Pats defense as one of the best in the league, and the mm-hmm. Pats make the playoffs. Really tough to not give it to Belichick. Yeah. No, that's it's true. Right, what, what's your What's your case for Frank Reich? My case is it's a it's a team that hasn't been, you know, like at least even knocking on the door of a contender since Andrew Luck left. And I think this is a Frank Reich-led team that is going to be good. And if they can win 11 games this season, I, I think that – You got to win the division. like Yeah, I, that's that's a pretty good case for you right there. Like, I, I, I think those are, those are two really good picks for a coach of the year. Um, real quick, we're just going to run through some surprises we have some potential disappointments and then our best bets for you. Oh, wow. I did not see, I didn't even see this last one you put in here. My goodness. Yeah. It's just money wise, but uh, surprises, Ben, you disagree with either of these lions, I think are going to be a little better than people expect. Uh, That's why I was saying that that division kind of beat up on itself. Don't see that at all. I'm based on what? Like, and based on the fact that they brought in three Patriots on defense, they, you know. So that's, that's your thought process? No. They brought they, in three. Oh, wow. Let me finish wow. talking. Let me finish talking. That's man. what you led with. Let they brought in three talking. Patriots, so they're going to be better. Oh, my God. This guy doesn't let me finish talking. I'm, I'm saying they brought in a linebacker, a safety, um, and then a defensive lineman from probably one of the best defenses in the league last season. I'm also saying they used their number three overall pick on a cornerback. And I'm also saying that. Matt Stafford was hurt for like the entire season last season. You could have led with that instead of leading with they brought. They looked it. they looked good to start that season, and the receiving core isn't bad. And Kenny Galladay is really good, and Marvin Marvin Jones is good, and I think they could have a good uh good running back core back there. I don't know. I just feel like there's it's too many question marks for me to call them like one of the surprise teams of the of the season. Honestly, mm-hmm. like but even like them winning seven I games like is Jeff a surprise. Okuda a lot. Uh-huh. I, like, hold on, I'm trying to find the record from last season. They were they won like three, three and 12. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
are they going to be better than three and twelve? Probably. Uh-huh. But when you, when when we say surprise, I think a team like the Cardinals, who could very well mm-hmm. sneak into a wild card spot mm-hmm. from a team that's gone yeah. from like pretty irrelevant the last two years to like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I think I could very well see like a top eight offense for the Cardinals this season. Yeah. With Kyler, Cliff Kingsbury. They just traded for D Hop. Like. Mm-hmm. I that's would call be, the Cardinals my big surprise of the season, but that's not I, even yeah. a fun take anymore. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it's not a hot take because yeah. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is very well might be the best receiver in the league, and at worst, he's a top three receiver. Um, Kyler Murray looked good last season, and he's going to make a good jump. I saw a prop bet that was like uh, – it was like over under three and a half rushing touchdowns. I would take the over on that. Um, Kenyon Drake yeah. could be a good running back for him. Chase Edmonds isn't bad. Their defense It's a, a really good, like, combo. Yeah, Edmonds together, I like a lot. Yeah, read options between Kenyon Drake and uh, and Kyler Kyle Murray gonna be fun. Uh, um, big disappointment of the season. You put the Bills and the Cowboys. I don't know about look, the Bills. The, the the thing about this is, I can see them as my disappointment. That's not because I I don't think they will be because I still pick the Bills and the Cowboys to win their division. So how can they be disappointments? The yeah, reason really. I picked the the reason I picked the Cowboys is because this is a team that talent wise like could contend for a Super Bowl. Could. Will they? Probably not. But this is a team that, like, if you're not making it into the divisional round or if you're not making it into the conference championship, I'll say, or at least contending for it in the NFC, like, it's probably a lost season. I've got them as a good chunk behind, like, the Seahawks and the Niners. Uh Uh-huh. There's a lot of good teams, but they have the talent to be there. I mean, everyone seems to think they're going to win over 10 games a season. Like, there's no reason they shouldn't in a pretty weak division. I, mean, I said the Vikings for a disappointment, like we talked about a little bit earlier. Yep. I think that offense is really going to struggle. Yeah, they, you, you can see it. I think, and it, like, the, I, th- I just think they're going to have to rely a lot on their defense. And like, yeah, you got to, you finally got like a, a clutch year out of Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Show me another one, honestly. I'm, I'm very skeptical. That's fair. Uh, Daniel Hunter got put on the uh, on the IR too. That's big because you have a very inexperienced secondary. Kind of a slept on defensive end in the NFL yeah. too. He's been really good for a number of years uh-huh. now. Oh, I really like that they added Ngakwe. Um, you know, yeah, the, the, problem, the problem with that, though, is, again, you, you have an inexperienced defensive back. You have an inexperienced secondary. You're going to rely on your pass rushers to put on pressure. And if they're not 100% and Daniil Hunter's not there, Ngakwe's really good. But we've talked about this before, too. His run defense leaves a lot to be desired. Um, yeah. I, I have faith in Minnesota, who they basically breed good oh, pass no, rushers. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm not worried about the my reason for making the Vikings a disappointment yeah, is, is entirely based on their offense. Yeah, I worry about Dalvin Fair. Cook's ability to either stay healthy or like not hold out. Mm-hmm. And I just I think Adam Thielen is really gonna have, take a step back this season. Like mm. actual football wise, not just fantasy wise, is gonna struggle. Mm. Maybe Tajay Sharp can step up. Maybe Tajay Sharp's the truth. I don't know. Hey, it wasn't bad. Um, right. Best last or, segment. Best yep. bets. I, uh, I I found some I really like here. Take the lead. I found some I really liked here. Um, I'll, I'll start with mine, at least, that I put. And these don't necessarily mean who I think I'm going to win. It's just best value. Saints, yeah, exactly. They're saying Super Bowl plus 1,200. I kind of like that, honestly. That's yeah. good. That, that's, that's nice. You think things, things roll right for them, and Drew Brees, you know, has at least if like Drew Brees has more of tank than people expect, I can yeah. totally see that. Absolutely. Um, I really like that. Especially bet, if they end up getting home field, too. Mm-hmm. That would be huge for them because we know the Saints and Breeze in particular are so much better at home. Yeah. I, I don't know if I want – I let's say you got like a 41-year-old Drew Breeze going to San Fran in January for an yeah. AFC title game in the wind and yeah. the rain, like in the shit. I don't – I wouldn't feel good about that. Drew Breeze at home, 
I feel a lot better about. Yeah, absolutely. And that's uh, something my, we something we kind of touched upon real quick. I don't want to interrupt you, but like home field advantage, right? Like I think there's like 20% of fans are allowed in some uh, stadiums. Well, I mean, we're going we're gonna to see it tonight. I think yeah. Denver is really the only home field advantage that and just really cold. Well, but also like you still got to travel. Yeah. You still got to travel. It's like, yeah, the fans aren't going to be the impact that we're used to them being, but it's like, you still psychologically, there's still an advantage. Mm-hmm. Of like you wake up in your own bed, make breakfast yep. in your own kitchen and Absolutely. go to the stadium. Like you're in your own environment. That's huge. We're seeing it in the NBA. I mean, there's a huge, it's, it's, it's a huge uh, impact when you don't have to travel and play is obviously better on both sides. I think it's, for a stadium like Arrowhead, where they rely on the, you know, their like fan engaged Arrowhead, you talk they about also rely going on, to Seattle. I don't know the best. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it certainly helps because of the fans. Yeah, no. it certainly helps. Um, um, my my best ahead. bet: Jags under four and oh, a half wins. Yeah, the yeah. Jags are trying to be the worst team in the league, Ugh. and like they will succeed. It's not hard to be the worst team in the league. Trade are they going to all your talented players? Are they going to win more than one game this season? Like. It's possible they Two don't. Games like and teams they could beat the Bengals. Um, I think I'll read you. I'll, I'll read you their schedule. I'll read you their schedule. If it ever loads, Colts, Titans, Dolphins. They can probably win. They can win that game. Um, yeah. Bengals. They could win. Uh, Texans. Lions, I don't even think they win that. Tech, uh, Texans again. Uh, you got Chargers. the surprise team. So like, yeah, I don't, I don't think they'll win that. Chargers, Packers, nope, Steelers, nope, nope, Browns, nope, Vikings, nope, Titans, Ravens, nope, Bears potentially. Nope, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think the Bears are going to be bad this year. I think the Bears are going to be bad. I don't think they're going to be worst team in the league bad. Uh, and Colts, again. Right, like it's, we've got – a minute 45 left on this live video. We said we were only doing an hour today, so we're going we're gonna to stick to our word for once. We're yeah. going to stick to our word. You got 90 seconds, Matias. What's, what's the last point you have to get in there? Uh, just a couple no, of quick – Super Bowl. Who's winning the Super Bowl? Super Bowl. How do you skip over that? I got to pick the Chiefs. Like, I, 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 think it's, I think it's kind of silly not to pick anyone else, honestly. They really brought everyone back. Patrick Mahomes is just going to be a year better. Um, you add a dynamic back in there too, and Clyde Edwards Hilaire who can really catch the ball too. I I, I got to pick the Chiefs. I know it's not you know like the flashy or whatever, but I I don't care. <laughs> For the sake of not picking the Chiefs, I'm mm. going with the Seahawks. Honestly, I think this is Seattle's Ooh, yeah. Yeah, back to the Super Bowl. I think Jamal Adams really fills a gap in that pass defense. Mm-hmm. And look, man, Pete Carroll knows how to make the most out of his defense. For damn sure. Combine that with Russell Wilson winning the MVP award. Mm-hmm. I think it's Seattle is back in the Super Bowl. I win it this year over the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, really fun Super Bowl if we get that. Should be a great season. It'll start in about five hours. Thanks everyone for tuning in on second to second floor sports. If you're watching us on Instagram, thank you. Or if you're watching us after the fact on YouTube, or if you're listening to us on Spotify, anchor or wherever you get your podcast, we will see you next week with some NBA and some NFL. Talk to you then.